the San Francisco 49ers on their way to the NFC Championship game, defeating the Green Bay Packers 13 to 10. What the hell just happened? How did it happen? The 49ers advance, and we're going to get into all of it right now. Key plays, key players, and give out some game balls on this episode of Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Victory Victory Saturday, uh, Victory Sunday morning for some of you listening to this podcast uh, on Sunday morning, tomorrow morning, if you are not on the live stream with us right now, the chat filling up, everybody is pumped. What an insane game, Croc. I don't even know where to begin. Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. The 49ers go to Green Bay in single different di- di- single digit temperatures in the snow and defeat Aaron Rodgers. Red Aaron Rodgers. I can't even speak. I'm so blown away by what we saw. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and the Green Bay Packers go down 13 to 10 Croc. I'm crazy loving the look, by the way. I'm loving the look right now. I got so cold watching the game. I had to put my my snow gear on. Uh, but you're vibing. You're California vibing right now after that. You week. know, listen, I had to hear a lot from Packers fans, uh, Packers media, um, Peter, you know, from Locked On Packers. We had a bet, so he he knows what that bet is. So I, I'll be uh yeah, I'll be getting oh. getting at him pretty soon. Got some videos of him too, because uh he made some funny faces during our video. I let it slide then. But I got the receipts. I'm pulling the videos out. I screen record. I got the whole thing. But shout out to the 49ers. They did a terrific job just weathering the storm, <laughs> literally, uh, the, the weather, you know, in well, in life, right? Just in life in general, to you know, on, on the path to being successful. It's not always a straight path, right? Most of the time it's not. There are a lot of twists and turns. And uh, the 49ers definitely dealt with a lot of twists and turns along this way just to reach the NFC Championship game. Battle the elements. This is a tough, tough team. And and I really want to give a special shout-out to Jimmy Garoppolo, who I, I said it on the last drive. I've been saying it all along, Peacock. Last couple minutes of the game, there's no, there's only a couple of quarterbacks I would rather have the ball in their hands than Jimmy Garoppolo. And I still felt that way regardless of whatever goes on in the, the other 58 minutes of games. He came through in the clutch. Shout-out to Jimmy Garoppolo. That was big time. Man, awesome, awesome job, awesome game. Shout out to the special teams. I know we got a lot to 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 you know get to, but this is rapid reaction. So you guys are kind of getting raw emotions here. Uh, definitely an exciting win for the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy W, there was never a doubt, right? Come on. Never in doubt. You knew the 49ers were going to pull that one out with Jimmy W. All he does is win. And oh man, it was just starting with Jimmy G. There was a point in that game early. Where, where Jimmy was dealing. I love the way he was playing. The 49ers were dropping the balls left and right. He scrambles out of the pocket, steps up, gives the uh, gives the little shovel pass to Elijah Mitchell out of the backfield. He, he was playing his butt off early in the game, and I tweeted it out, and I think I might have jinxed him, actually, because I said Jimmy G has played his ass off right now, and all of a sudden, it went south. 
uh, and and he's and he started trying to Brett Favre it. I don't know if it was because he was at Lambeau Field trying to wing these throws off his back foot to the sideline. What is he doing? That's not a Jimmy G type of type of a throw. But we we talked about it during the week, Croc, with Peter actually. Special teams. The 49ers have not had a good special teams unit all year long, but the Packers were worse. The Packers had the dead last, the worst special teams unit in the NFL. We saw that Saturday night. We saw that, and it was actually the special teams that ended up winning the game yeah. for the San Francisco 49ers. Just an unbelievable game. Uh, we're going to get to our game balls. We're going to get to all the points here, but um, you know, there's so much talk with the quarterback and uh, just a roller coaster ride. And it can't ever be easy, right? But this is the type of game I just didn't see coming in the snow at Lambeau Field, and and the 49ers defense just putting the clamps on the Packers. You know, it it didn't look like you know it was going to go well starting off, and you're wondering how would the 49ers adjust. You know, Aaron Rodgers and the offense just sliced right down the field with no resistance. Ran in for a touchdown, bulldozed over guys. Even the way their second drive started, you know, it was like, wow. You know, they're kind of just imposing their will on the 49ers. And the 49ers are used to being the bullies. And then Fred Warner punched the ball out. And that kind of got things going for the defense. And, I mean, the defense had every reason to to quit. And someone came on my podcast and had said that in those elements, you get down, 49ers probably going to quit. And they never quit. So shout out to whoever the leaders are on that defense that kept everybody rolling, kept everybody in there. Huge field goal block by uh, Jimmy Ward. Again, I I'm looking at how they just responded to things. And there was a huge coverage breakdown at the end of the half. And, you know, 49ers, Nick Bosa comes in, gets a sack, strip, fumble. Uh, the next play, Jimmy Ward blocks a field goal. Huge play, man. I mean, is there's there's so many things that the 49ers did right to help them stay in that game. Uh it's not always going to be perfect. And I was watching this game and I'm like, it, it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be an ugly one, but you got to figure it out. And and it's it's great to see them figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Jimmy Ward busted coverage, comes back, makes a huge play, blocks the kick. Uh Kwan Williams gives up uh catches early, comes back, makes plays later in the game. Jimmy Garoppolo looks good for a while. Uh guys are dropping the ball on him. Then he kind of falls apart. Then he comes back and plays well. And then some guys start making some plays for him. Uh it, it was a total team effort, guys coming back and um and eventually making plays, even if they had a bad run or a bad play and not getting down on themselves and and really not quitting and i think that's a huge part of this this team and uh, i think it's very clear now that we know this team is not going to quit and uh, luckily the defense kept the offense and the special teams in it long enough to make enough plays for the 49ers to roll down there and what was it a 45 yard field goal by robbie gold to win the game Zero touchdowns by the offense, Croc. It didn't matter. How about that? What if I told you that the 49ers were not going to score a touchdown on offense and they were going to win this game? I mean, I, I would say there's no way that that happens. And <laughs> it, it did. I, I'm still trying to gather my thoughts on, on how that played out. But, uh, you know, we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo and how well he played. But shout out to Debo Samuel. You know, however he had to help the team, whether it was being a running back, whether I, I love the new wrinkle that they that they threw in there, having him run that angle route. 
out of the backfield. We haven't seen that. Typically, when Debo lines up in the backfield, he runs the ball. They ran an angle route with him. I mean, they utilize him as a true running back on that play. He caught the ball, and uh, just Debo was – he was awesome. The big kickoff return, and, and I like, like, don't save him. Don't you know? Like, okay, you're out of you're out of wind. You're out of breath. Whatever's going on, we have to use every ounce that you have to get through this game. It took all that and more. Uh, shout out to Debo Samuel. Yeah, you're right. Don't save him. Put him out there for the opening kickoff in the NFC Championship game. Um, uh, I, I thought maybe there he should have been utilized more early in the game, getting him into space. Like enough of this running with him up the middle. You know, give him the tosses, give him a wide receiver screen, which they finally did in the second half. And it really got the offense going and got the momentum going. And, and you're right, running a little angle route out of the backfield. Like utilize he's a stinking receiver. So when they're selling out on trying to stop him with the ball in his hands, get him out into space and get the ball in his hands. So any way they can do that. And I think um the, the 49ers absolutely did a much better job of that in the second half. Oh, gosh, where do we even go here with this? Uh, there's so many people jumping in the live chat right now. I see hundreds of you. I love that you're here. I love that you're fired up. We're going to hang out with you guys. It, I, I don't want to say as long as you want to hang out, but we're going to hang out for a while. Um, I, I, I beat COVID over the course of the last couple of days, so I'm feeling 100%. I'm ready to go in this thing. Uh, I treated COVID like it was the Green Bay Packers special teams. It, 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 <laughs> no part of me. like It, it was yeah. it, it was. The, I, I dispatched it. Uh, with the quickness. So uh, I'm feeling really good right now. I'm glad all of you folks are with us right now. Um, you know what helped me get through my isolation and, and my COVID, actually? It didn't help me actually kick COVID, but uh, it helped my boredom, and it helped me uh, have some snacks while I was isolated in my studio. I've been in this room for what feels like an eternity now, every single day recently, trying to isolate from my family uh, because they still have not caught what I had. But I defeated it, and you know what I ate a lot of, Croc? I bet you could guess. Built bars. Built bars. I had a, a built bar or uh, box. I, I probably had a, about a dozen built bars while I was in here because you know what? They are delicious. They are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're only containing about 130 calories per bar, 4 grams of sugar, only 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. I'm not grabbing candy bars. Even if I'm sick, I'm grabbing a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, like Built Bar. If you want to eat healthy, sometimes it gets a little boring. Maybe you've got your New Year's resolutions by week three, by week four right now, late January, getting a little bored. You're like, where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate, and it's delicious. So many flavors to choose from. Coconut, almond, peanut butter brownie is my favorite. All kinds of new flavors coming all the time. So get yourself a box of Built Bars. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and you can get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Crocky, people are loving your vibe right now, and I am too. Uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a victory vibe right now for Crocker, and, yeah. and this is not something he's been he's been locked into this zone for a while because when he jumped on the stream, he was already like this. This isn't a prop that he put on, you know, so uh, this, this is how – Croc is vibing on life right now with the 49ers advancing to the NFC championship game. They have the Packers number. They go through Lambeau Field. They go through Green Bay on the road. The 49ers continue to be road dogs winning narrowly with the Robbie Goldfield goal 13 to 10 over those Green Bay Packers. What happened on the Elijah Mitchell run on fourth down, Croc? 
Mitchell went the wrong way, right? That's the only thing. That I think happen. so. I, yeah. You know, maybe he overthought it. Hey, they're going to think I'm going to go outside because that's what we did the time before. I feel like it was blocked up a little different when on the first one that they ran, it was third and short and Trent Williams kicked out. It was like Trent Williams and everyone else. And he was able to kind of cut off of Trent Williams. But on that one, on the fourth down play, it really was only kind of like Trent Williams out there kind of still in the edge. So maybe it was like, it was blocked up a little different. It looked like he still was, would have been able to get outside, but definitely didn't work out. However, they thought it was supposed to. So I, I saw real quick on Twitter, a few minutes later, I saw Jeff Schwartz do a, a quick and dirty breakdown of it. And as I suspected, it was definitely Elijah missile just didn't get the memo went the wrong way. And it looked okay. like, but what's weird is it didn't look like Jimmy Garoppolo was really reaching out to give him a, a, a handoff outside. It looked like Jimmy was cool. With just handing it to him and taking it up the middle. But, um, Warner didn't get defeated by Gary on the block. He was blocking down on him. He was like, it was blocked up for Mitchell to go outside and it okay. was wide open. He might've scored on that thing. I mean, it was wide open and it worked so good the first time it, it looked like live. I thought, Oh, what that was weird. They're going to use, you know, that they, they ran it once early. Then they ran it again as a decoy. Maybe it could, because they thought the defense would over pursue where Trent Williams was going. Uh, but then when you watched it back, I really just think that, Elijah Mitchell went the wrong direction. It was actually a really good play call by Kyle Shanahan. It was blocked up perfectly, and it was wide open if the hand, uh, if the the run just went outside. So I, I think it was on it was on Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, and, and there's a chance that maybe he just kind of you know everything was sped up in his head, and that typically happens because he that was that was Elijah Mitchell for the first half of the season, the the one that would you know rush to you know get to the line, get to the uh, the line of scrimmage, wouldn't let blocks play out was yeah, kind of indecisive with the way that he was running yeah, and it was at times. yeah that happened a lot early on and I thought he just improved drastically throughout the year with his vision and we even saw it a lot in this game the one play where he got up in there and then spun off of I believe it was Kenny Clark and uh picked up more yards so his vision has been like really top notch so I wonder if on fourth down, it was just the extra little adrenaline rushing and not wanting to be wrong, maybe just wanting to hit the hole right now, and he kind of was a little impatient with it. Both games, actually, Saturday, now that I think about it, ending in walk-off field goals, one from one of the youngest kickers in the league and the other from one of the oldest kickers in the league. It was a rookie and, kicker that won it for, uh, for, the, for the Bengals in the early game. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you guys uh, check out Bet Online. That's one of the one of the sponsors of the Locked On Network. I put $100 down on uh, three underdogs, the Cincinnati Bengals, the San Francisco 49ers, all money line, all money line, the Cincinnati Bengals, the San Francisco 49ers, and the last one is the L.A. Rams. If the Rams win, $1,800 off of $100. Drinks on me. How about that path if the 49ers yeah. go back to SoFi? And just stay there for a couple of weeks, right? Oh, man, Oops. I might try to get there. I don't know. I don't know, Peacock. Right. Peacock, we might have to start a GoFundMe for us to uh, attend the Super Bowl well, and record live there. The network's <laughs> going to send us to L.A. if the 49ers make the Super Bowl. So we're going to be there. That's so we've right. got to find an extra week or actually two weeks because there's a week in between. Uh, we just got to find some extra. You know what? I needed some some babysitters is what I need if that's going to happen. Right. <laughs> already we are going to be there for a uh, radio roll. Yeah, Radio Row. If the 49ers are in L.A., Croc and I will be at Radio Row doing our podcast in L.A. Oh, my goodness. How about Josh Norman? Did he play one snap and just lock up Devontae Adams and just peace out of the game? Be like, that's it. That's it for me I, I will say this. I, I have a little issue with, with that play. Terrific job. Incomplete. No catch. 
awesome. But it's like, dude, you're a veteran. The the technique shouldn't be that much off. One before or right when the, the snap happened, he hopped. You can't hop. At cornerback, everything has to be step replaced. A coach once told me, like, there's you should never as a cornerback have both feet off the ground unless you're jumping up for an interception. So he hopped both feet off the ground and then he shot his outside hand. All right, if you're facing forward and you shoot your outside hand on the guy releasing outside, you're gonna lock your hip. All right, and then now you're gonna have to flip your whole body around to be able to turn and run with a guy that puts a guy that puts a cornerback in a state of panic. And a lot of times that's when you see the penalties, they're grabbing uh, because your time clock is sped up, as opposed to shooting your inside hand that outside hip opened up and you effortlessly turn and run. So it's like, come on, man, you're a veteran, Josh Norman. You you know better than that. It's easier said than done, especially when you have uh, Devontae Adams across from you. But, uh, yeah, uh, that was one thing. I mean, I don't want to nitpick his just two reps, but that was yeah. something that jumped out to me. Emmanuel Mosley's so good, man. They didn't really test him that much, but he's so good. He's helping out on other guys' coverage. He's so good, right? Like, <laughs> did a really good job reading uh, two to one. Did an mm -hmm. awesome job. Uh, I thought at some point, especially on that last uh, goal line trip by the by the Packers where they ended up getting a field goal, I thought at some point they were going to try to take advantage of that. The 49ers are playing not, not a trap coverage, but kind of a, basically like a, a cover two type defense where – he was sinking. So what we used to call it was cover four nail, right? So it's cover four essentially where you have quarters, but if you get an out route um, and you're kind of like to the field, then the corner would drive that out route. And that's what we saw uh, uh, Mosley do on some of those tackles. Had a nice hit on, on Devontae Adams. That, that, I think it affected Devontae. He was moving slower. I swear to God he was moving slower, slower after that hit. That, I mean, yeah, it's hard to say because I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's I, mean, I don't want to say he caved on after that or anything like that, but football is a physical game and, and it and right. it takes a toll and you get hit. It, it, it'll affect you. These are human beings out there. Right. That the, cold weather can't feel good. I mean, oh, you no. know, getting hit. That was the one thing when, when he when he did when Devontae Adams got hit. That was the first thing I'm like, oh, I know he felt that no sleeves, just that burn on your skin. It's not ideal. No, not good. And the ground is hard. It's frozen. So, um, and cold. Do you see Debo? Debo's elbow looked like he was bleeding. You see that? Yeah, had a little yeah. blood, little, was, little war. I mean, he was, he was playing so physical. Yeah. Oh, the end. The, that last run that Debo had, uh, Jair Alexander had a chance to stop all that, and he he did not want any of those problems. Right? These young kids say now he didn't want to smoke. Uh, he had Debo coming through. And he kind of like waited to where he felt like he had kind of the a more to where he had a better angle to where he wouldn't have to take on the brunt of Debo Samuel. And then he kind of just tossed his body at him, but like really completely whiffed. And Debo just ran right through it. He had a chance to stop that and he he didn't want it. I, I pointed that out too. I saw that right away. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want any part of Debo Samuel. Um, and to be honest with you, the 49ers, it was hard because Debo got banged up. In the first half, there should have been more Debo. I think that was the best part of the second half for the 49ers. Move the ball a lot better. More Debo, more points, in my opinion. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the 49ers run game and the job the Packers did and, and why this game got so weird so fast. We're going to give out some game balls in this game. We're going to finish the regular pod at about 30 minutes, and then we're going to go into overtime on the YouTube live. So if you're hanging out with us on YouTube live, save some of those questions for us. 
Uh, we're going to go into overtime. We're going to hang out with you for a while. We're vibing here. 49ers, huge win. If you're listening on the audio-only podcast, maybe come over and check out some of the uh, the YouTube stuff we're doing as well and hit that subscribe button. And we appreciate you no matter how you're listening to Locked On 49ers. If you are in your car, Say Monday morning on your way to work, feeling that victory Monday vibe with the 49ers advancing to the NFC Championship game. And maybe uh, you need to get some gas. Check out the Get Upside app. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up with the Get Upside app. Just download the app, it's free. You find it on the App Store, Google Play, wherever you get your apps. Download the Get Upside app, use promo code TOUCHDOWN, and you'll get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. So that's $0.50 cents cash back on your very first tank. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two, dollars $300 a month in cash back, and there is no catch. You go get, it's super easy. You pull up the app, you look on the map, say, I'm getting gas there. I was going to get gas there probably anyway. You uh, you claim your cash bonus. You go get gas. That cash back goes right into your account. You can cash out from your GetUpside account anytime you want to your bank account. You can get an, uh, a PayPal account you can uh you can cash out to your to an e-gift card an amazon card whatever you want just download the free get upside app and use promo code touchdown and get up to 50 cents per count for per gallon cash back on your very first tank that is promo code touchdown with the get upside app so very much unlike a lot of the games that the 49ers have won this season and especially unlike the playoff game they won this season against the Cowboys in Dallas. The 49ers didn't come out and bully the Packers. They didn't run the ball well against the Packers. The Packers, in fact, in a lot of ways, whipped the 49ers up front. And that's what blows me away that the 49ers were able to find a way to win this game after the opening drive where the Packers go right down the field just about as easy as any offense has on the 49ers defense this season. Puts up seven points and then the 49ers offense cannot get going, cannot beat the the Packers at the line of scrimmage cannot get the ground game going. The fact that the score ended at 13-10 in the 49ers favor, knowing that was going on in the first half is probably the craziest development. And it took some, some nutty stuff and some wild happenings, especially on uh, special teams for the 49ers to come out with this win. But that was the thing that surprised me the most. The 49ers got whipped up front and that, that hasn't happened much this season. They did. Yeah. They, they, they got pushed around. Really. I felt like, on both sides of the ball, more than what I'm used to seeing, especially from the defense. The defense is typically really stout. They stop a guy, guys behind the line of scrimmage. There was one point where I was watching the Packers' offensive line. I think it was at the start of the fourth quarter, and they were just moving the 49ers' defensive line, and I was just like, that's that's not the 49ers' D-line to get pushed around that way, you know? But, uh, they, you know, they, they they got the stops when they needed, and I guess the offensive line got the blocks when they needed. You know, one, one thing I want to say, because I saw someone in the chat also say, you know, the offense wasn't good. Th- there's going to be times when things just aren't as ideal, whether it's the offense line, defense, offense can't score, whatever, and you just got to figure it out. The weather wasn't ideal, right? I mean, I, I was watching the game, and I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm talking, I felt like I was giving the guys a pep talk, where I'm like, okay, guys, I, I know it's cold. I know this is not ideal weather for you. But if you just get through it, you get all the warmness that you want in that locker room, and it's going to feel so much better getting through it. And it, it was an ugly game. I felt like, you know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of good film. And when I say good film, 
a lot of good things for guys to learn from uh, with just how they played, miss blocks and things like that. But it's a whole lot better correcting a lot of those mistakes that they will have to correct to win next week. It'll be a lot. It's a lot better watching that and, and having to correct it as opposed to watching it and knowing, dang, I'm the reason why we got some. I'm going to have to ditch this beanie hat. It's getting a little bit too hot here when we go into overtime. Um, it's it, it was it was unbelievable. A phenomenal way for a team to win a game when the game script wasn't in their favor to prove they yeah. can win a game a different way. I think that was huge for the 49ers. Of course, the defense was massive for the Niners, giving it back to the offense so many times over and over again. Um, man, Rashawn Gary, Rashawn Gary beat tom compton like a drum it was like that yeah. first start for tom compton and and it just kept happening and it was almost a game wrecker it almost completely ruined the game for the 49ers right there because obviously trent williams isn't getting killed on the other side but um and the 49ers on the interior got beat too many times as well by clark i mean he was coming up the gut so gary and clark were really killing the 49ers there was a couple other good rushes from different guys there was the early one from zadarius smith and then he kind of disappeared um, it turned out those those returning players for the Packers didn't have the hugest impact really after that one play. Jair Alexander barely played and made a business decision. You mentioned on Debo Samuel mm -hmm. in the run game, but uh, but the 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 Packers defensive line was a clear winner over the 49ers offensive line. Most of it because of that Rashawn Gary versus Tom Compton matchup. But the 49ers were able to find a way to win, and really it came down to special teams. We talked about it, um, Richard. Do, do we, we got to give out some game balls. Do you give out a, a game ball to Richard Hightower, 49ers special teams coordinator? He's taken a lot of heat this year, and it was his unit that won this football game. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, and shout out to my guy, Will Blackman. He pointed it out. I didn't even see it live. On the field goal block by Jimmy Ward, did you see? Did you see what? Yeah. He, uh, the, I don't know who it was next to Jimmy Ward, bats yeah. the, uh, batted the guy's arm down. Yeah, he chopped the arm down. That, excuse me. That allowed Jimmy Ward to get through scot-free and block the field goal. I mean, that was huge. Who, like, you don't just do that on your own. I'm pretty sure he was taught to do that. You that know, so we talk a lot about the special teams and the coach. But, I mean, he came through in the clutch on that one. Now on the punt block, I mean, Jordan Willis, he was just, he just bullied the guy. Got in there and uh, got that hand up there and batted it away. I was just wondering, I, I was looking for the ball with the guys and they're all looking around. I'm looking around like, where is it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, that was, that was cool. That was, that was unbelievable. Richard Hightower. He gets my first game ball in this one. I got to give a game ball to D'Amico Ryans for the defense. The Niners are going to lose D'Amico Ryans. I don't know if he's going to get a head coaching job this year. But by 2023, he's going to be a head coach for another organization, like flat out. I, I don't know how he doesn't get it. I mean, after this, it doesn't get as – it doesn't get more impressive than this, just the way that he's handled the season, the way he's had to deal with adversity, with all of the injuries. You lose your starting cornerback three quarters in, you know, just three quarters into the first game. That's your best guy. You have to have play with guys off the street and figure it out. You have all these rookies you have to get ready. He played games without both his safeties in the game. Ward and Tart missing at one time. He played without Warner. He played without Greenlaw. He played without Azir. I mean, it goes on and on. And still, this was the top three defense. And you saw how he's, he flipped that switch tonight and got his guys to play at a high level outside of the very first drive of the game. 
that was what, what made it so much more amazing too for the 49ers defense because of how the Packers went through them at the beginning of the game. When you're gaining five plus yards per carry and even a little bit in the second series and Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams is undefendable, it's like, oh no, this game's going to be over. You're not running the ball. You give the ball right back to the Packers offense and they just went down the field on, on your defense like that. And uh, the adjustments, it was just amazing to see what the 49ers defense did. They were stout. Uh, the defensive line came back. Uh, Eric Armstead, I'm going to give him the next game ball. Eric Armstead was awesome in the fourth quarter of that game down the stretch. Game ceiling play after game ceiling play behind the line of scrimmage, sacking Aaron Rodgers. Um, that defensive unit came to play, and they didn't care what happened early in the game. And uh, they came back and, and, and were firing on all cylinders, flying around the field, hitting people, and Eric Armstead making some really big plays. So Eric Armstead, so good against the run all season long. And uh, he, he seems to be getting hotter and hotter as a pass rusher, too, as the season goes along. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he did a terrific job pushing the pocket. And shout out to really the 49ers entire defensive line. I I, I heard uh, who was it, Aikman calling the game, said five sacks last week, five sacks this week. And that's tough. And, and you can tell that it's on the quarterback's mind. Uh, I thought there were plenty of times where Aaron Rodgers was maybe anticipating the pressure and anticipating the sack coming and then trying to get out of there sometimes maybe sooner than he had to. So that's what pressure does. A lot of people – they might think that, you know, pressure is are this like it's this empty stat. But what it does to a quarterback is speeding up their time clock. I think that's it's 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 hard to kind of measure that. That, that was good stuff. I, I want to give a game ball to Fred Warner. You know, I talked about him punching the ball out. There were several other times I seen him running sideline to sideline. There was a deep ball that he had to uh, cover down the right sideline. And then he's on the ground sitting there and he does the discount double check. Did you see that? Uh, I, I love the intensity that he plays with, and I know that the, the team needed that in his energy throughout that game to keep them up. So that was awesome to see. And, you know, the forced fumble, that was on the second series, right? Yeah. yeah. That sort of – that play stopped the bleeding for the 49ers defense yeah. because they were – even on the second series, they were rolling right they there. Getting, yeah, they were getting ate up a little bit. Yeah, and then Mercedes Lewis, boom, forced fumble. Niners get the ball back. And the Niners offense didn't do much, but the defense stopped giving up yards and points at that point. The, they, the Packers got um, a fourth quarter field goal after that. That was it. So that, that was a huge play. That was a huge momentum play for the defense. Uh, the offense took a lot longer to get rolling, but the defense, it was a, it was a drive and a half. And, and, and it was that Fred Warner force fumble, I think, that was a big part of that. I'm looking at the box score to remind me of anybody who deserves a game ball. And the box score is almost completely empty on the 49ers side. Like not much happened at all. They didn't run the ball. Well, uh, Debo Samuel, I mean, it's the Debo Samuel commemorative game ball award. This will be one of the first games yeah. we wouldn't give Debo Samuel a game ball. If we did not give him one here, do you think Debo Samuel gets a game ball again? Well, 100%. I mean, what he did to battle through the clutch run to, to pick up that first down, I was looking at that play, and I'm like, all right, they, they have to – the 49ers have to run the ball. You you really don't want to throw the ball in this situation. You throw it, and it's incomplete. You give Aaron Rodgers time. You know, if you run it, at least you control what you want to do. You can just run the clock down, eventually go for the fourth down if you're close enough. Well, Debo picks it up. That was a huge play. Uh, the kickoff return right out of halftime, I mean, that was a huge play. Um, I mean, just seeing what how he was battling that, through the elements. 
Yeah. Yeah. After the after the uh, the the kickoff return, then they went back to him on a toss. They gave him the wide receiver screen, which is what I was clamoring for. It's like, yes, there you go. Get the ball in the hands of your best player. Wide receiver screen, super easy thing to be dialing up. Why would you not have called something like that in the first half to get your offense going? So I love that Kyle made those adjustments, started getting the ball into Debo's hands in the second half, and I think it was huge momentum shift for the 49ers offense. Uh, is, is that it? George, how about the catch? How about the George Kittle catch? I know he had a bad drop. That it might have even been a touchdown. Ayuk had a bad drop. Um, there was the John Jennings bad drop on some beautiful Jimmy Garoppolo dimes. And then people crap on Jimmy Garoppolo later when he's making bad throws and bad plays and off, making these throws off his back foot. I don't know what he's doing. The, the, I, the I saw you say that. And two oh, that almost I, got picked off. Like I know he doesn't use his lower body a lot and snaps off throws, but he doesn't try to do this Brett Favre thing where he's rolling out off his back foot and throwing it to the sideline. That's not a Jimmy thing. He was he was yeah. trying to do too much. I think he was trying to 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 really uh, make a big play and become this gunslinger, and that's not him. Not ideal. <laughs> you know when you're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo trying to make those type of throws, doesn't have the big arm to to do that. Uh, but we have to give him a game ball just for. I mean, he kept this season alive with, with that last drive and being able to make clutch throws when, when it needed to happen. You know, we talked about it, right? He's kind of the person that starts the fire, but then he pulls, puts the fire out and He's he did it again. You, you know, it was funny. I saw Grant Cohn tweet. Grant Cohn said, it just feels like somehow like Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the hero in this game. Like he just knew it was coming. And, and, and I did too. And the, the stage was set for him to, you know, once again, be the hero and, and do his last drive thing. And he did it. So definitely game ball goes out to Jimmy G or Jimmy W as we like to call him. Jimmy W never a doubt. It's amazing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Cause when he's playing well, you're not ever comfortable thinking he's going to continue playing well and not make a big mistake and throw an interception. But even when he throws an interception or makes some bad throws, you never think he's going to completely continue to only do that and you have confidence he's still going to have a really good drive and put all that behind him and then just go down the field at some point which he does and it's unbelievable I, I i've never covered a quarterback like this jimmy g is the weirdest quarterback of all time uh but the 49ers win and the 49ers won tonight in this one unbelievable and it's it's amazing crock because people will call you a jimmy hater yet you most often give jimmy g the game balls on this podcast I do. I do. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, he, he deserved it on that one again. I, I I've grown to, you know, just, we just know who Jimmy is and who he isn't. And that, that weird play it's coming. And it's all, it's always going to be about, you know, how the team is able to kind of rally around that. And today they did an amazing job doing it. Ooh, what a crazy game. All right, we're going to go into overtime on the YouTube Live. Everybody that's with us right now on YouTube, stick around. Let's stay hyped. We're going to get into your questions, your comments, have some fun here for a little bit. Uh, if you're listening on the audio-only podcast, we appreciate you. Thanks for making us your first listen every day here on Locked On 49ers. For your second listen, you can find me with Matt Williamson doing the Peacock and Williamson NFL show every day, talking about the entire league. We'll break down not only the Niners and Packers, but all the rest of the games Monday morning and uh, getting into the NFC Championship week as well, take you through the offseason with the draft. You can find Croc doing Locked On NFL Draft Podcast daily as well, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Croc and I back with you tomorrow right here, Locked On 49ers.